From one season to the next, River Valley Cooperative is there for our member owners and the communities we call home. More than just another supplier, we are neighbors invested in the success of local agriculture. We strive to combine the latest technologies and insights with roll-up-your-sleeves hard work. Join us as we hit the ground year-round, driven to impact the whole acre and the livelihood it creates. Today we're going to start with the River Valley story, our purpose and why we believe it can positively impact our member owners. With me today are two distinguished guests that live and breathe the River Valley story on a daily basis. Uh, First, we'll introduce... Tim Burris, River Valley Cooperative CEO. Tim, why don't you introduce yourself for us? Thanks, Devin. Um, yeah, again, Tim Burris. Um, I've actually been with River Valley for nine years. I've uh, been in the CEO role for just a little over a year. Um, prior to coming to River Valley, I spent uh, 20 years at Deer & Company. Um, I grew up in north-central Illinois on a family farm uh, outside of Princeton, Illinois. I was born and raised there. Um, currently married and live in Geneseo, Illinois. I have two grown children, and my wife and I are adjusting to being empty nesters. So. Empty nesters. Nice. Congratulations. Well, thank you. So wait, from <laughs> Illinois, does that mean you're an Illini fan? Uh, yes, it does. You know you're in, I say, cyclone country, but I, some will say Hawkeye country. I understand well. that. You're in a room with two of them. Be careful. <laughs> oh, man. Watch out. All right, good. Thanks, Tim. Yep. Well, let's introduce our other guest, Andy Rash, River Valley Cooperative's Vice President of Sales and Marketing. Andy, go ahead. Yep, thanks, Devin. Um, so I've been with River Valley, actually, in August. It'll be four years. Um, I live in Kewanee, Illinois, um, and I had a little bit of journey of my life. I grew up in Greenfield, Indiana, just east of Indianapolis in a rural community. was very active in uh, FFA and 4-H. Um, came over to Illinois uh, to go to college on a scholarship, and uh, in, uh, after finishing my master's at the University of Illinois, I actually went uh, and taught ag business at one of those colleges, uh, Blackhawk, um, you know, right out of college. Uh, from there, I actually joined uh, – joined Cargill in around 2005 and spent uh, several years with Cargill in two different business units, both in the feed division and the grain division. Um, thought I was going to be a Cargill lifer and then was attracted to the co-op story uh, just short of four years ago. My wife, uh, Tara, and I uh, have three children. They are not uh, adults, and uh, we are not empty nesters. We're very active. Uh, seems like there's an event an evening. You got a track meet tonight, you said? Track right? meet tonight, yep, between track and uh and all the other athletics, it's, it's pretty pretty busy. Keeps you plenty busy. Yep. Good. Well, thank you very much, Andy. Appreciate that. Well, one of the, the main things we want to talk about today and as we kick off this podcast series for River Valley is, is what we say in River Valley. We talk a lot about our story. And I thought maybe before we get too far into this today, I thought maybe between the three of us we can talk about our story and why we think it's impactful, why we think it's different, relative to maybe some other ag companies that we've all been connected to in our past careers. And uh, just see, talk why we think it's impactful to our customers. So Andy, maybe why don't you go ahead first. There's a phrase that we have adopted. Um, we stole it from a, from a partner, but I love it, is uh, don't be beat by a lesser story told better. Um, we're very convicted in our story and how we service uh, you know, our communities, uh, our member owners, and uh, we feel like it's important to tell that story and tell it often. Um, it's simply the right thing to do. And we get in here in a little bit and, into what that full farm looks like and, and the decisions that are on every acre every day. We'll get a little deeper into that, Devin. Um, but you know, our, our story is very powerful. Um, our story has history and legacy, which I'm sure Tim will talk about, but it also has modern and relevance tied to it as well. That's a great point, Andy. I think, uh, I think 
communication like this will raise some eyebrows amongst our customers, and I think it's a great way for us to uh, further embed our story into our communities. Let's, uh, let's move on to another topic I wanted to discuss. Both of you mentioned, and myself as well, both of you mentioned how in your previous lives uh, was with other ag companies within the corporate world. Maybe let's talk a little bit about what drew you to the co-op, what drew you to River Valley. And Tim, maybe you want to start? Sure. Um, as I mentioned before, I spent uh, 20 years at Deer. Uh, great career. Had a, had, a, had a blast. I learned a lot. Um, but, you know, with that comes some, some different, maybe, maybe some sacrifices, so to speak. I mean, I, I was relocating a lot. Um, you know, you kind of didn't feel like you were part of, you know, you're a bigger part of a broader Fortune 100 company. But, you know, um, I grew up in a, you know, on a farm. You know, so it's kind of, kind of in my roots. I spent my, you know, over 30 years now uh, in in the egg, egg business. But for me, as is when I sat down and looked at other options uh, at that time, it, and today I hope it is still. But it was the River Valley story, right? I mean, if I when I looked at River Valley, it was a well-run, managed, very successful company with a compelling vision and future. Um, you know, they were the ones that were going to win in the end, right? So I, uh, I just thought it was a tremendous opportunity for me to get back closer to the customer. Um, you know, when you, when you spend 20 years in a Fortune 100 company, you're not really back close to a customer, right, in most cases. But um, it was in, in for some degree to get back from my farm roots. So uh, that, was, that was one of the reasons, uh, and it's, it's been a great journey. So it's been a lot of fun for me to, to come back um, and, uh, and be part of this. So. No, that's, that's great. Uh, is it fair to say more local more connected maybe to yeah. the local community. Yeah, it is. Like I said, um, you know, you, you get to be somewhat transient mm-hmm. because uh, with moving up in, in large corporations, it requires relocation. You spend a lot of time traveling overseas around the world, which is all fun and, and great. Um, but, uh, you know, there's something that's kind of missing inside of you after a while. You bet. So. You bet. No, it's great. Thanks for sharing, Tim. Appreciate that. Andy, what drew you to River Valley? It's been, what, almost four years, you said? Coming up on four years, and, and, and like Tim, I... Uh, you know, I, I love those years. Um, you know, the, every move had its own unique place in our heart. Um, you know, the people we met, uh, the things we learned. You know, family uh, is getting to the point where they're really active. Uh, I was traveling quite a bit, and then, you know, Tim hit on it. Um, there's something about being rooted in a, in a local community uh, that you go to work in and office in every day that's uh, that's pretty unique and pretty special. Um, it kind of leads into, you know, maybe a next point is, you know that that experience that that we bring with us from uh, you know other organizations uh, to me allows the speed of change to happen. Um, you know you cannot deny the fact that a lot of these ag companies across the United States are successful because of their roots. Uh, you know they're really deep rooted in, in as far as process and practices and understanding the customer and you know the way to get things done. Uh, but as you look at the evolution of the the, the customers we serve, the farmer, um, you know I think that corporate experience allows for speed of change and challenging of status quo um, not that the way that we've done it's it's bad it's great it's it's why we're here it's why that we have the financial capability to to grow and prosper and add uh you know facilities and employees um you know so i think that's that's one unique thing uh when you look at uh maybe how we're built in an organizational structure versus maybe how some of our peers across the united states are structured um we've got a really unique background when you dive into each segment or each part of our organizational chart no that's a great point i mean both of you bring a ton of different perspectives 
to maybe the way it used to be done, right? And again, like you said, Andy, it doesn't necessarily mean the way it has been done or used to be done was wrong, but it allows us, I think, as a corporation with our structure to really challenge things for the betterment of our member owners as well as our employee base, too. It's, it's, uh, we're actually living this right alongside our customers and just to have a little fun with this. Um, those of you that maybe have three generations on a farm, right? Maybe grandpa, dad, and son or daughter have just come back. Um, I bet things get a little awkward sometimes, right? Because uh, son and daughter that just came back has a really new concept of how to farm and the technology they bring. Um, but at the same time, grandpa did things pretty good, too. Uh, so what you're dealing with, we also deal with. So I appreciate the backgrounds and why you, why you chose to come this direction. And I can only imagine that from those experiences is where the story came from. So let's maybe get into the nuts and bolts of why the story. What's, what's the big deal? Why it's necessary for our employee base and for our member owners? how it's impacting our communities, things like that. Maybe you want to touch on that. Tim, you want to start first, maybe? Yeah, sure. I'll just <clears throat> I'll jump back a little bit on <clears throat> on what uh, my previous corporate experience is, what I learned, and I think that's why it's valuable. But there's a variety of things that, for me, I certainly gave exposure to uh, global business, right, and and even being able to work with some of the strongest leaders in the industry, right. So I had that I had that opportunity and really honed your uh, relationship and collaboration building skills in terms, which I think is successful for business. But where I'm going with this is is one of the things I learned is is the power of the brand. Um, the organization I was <clears throat> part of, um, I mean, has one of the most powerful brands in the world. That's very powerful, and so that kind of gets back to our story, right? Um, you know, your brand is your story, and our whole farm or on the ground year-round story certainly differentiates us. Uh, it creates a sense of pride, I think, for certainly internal employees, hopefully our external customers. Um, you know, you feel pretty good when you see that River Valley's logo, uh, either pull into your driveway or uh, doing applications in your field. So it's a powerful story that I think um, helps differentiate. We talk about differentiation all the time, but that differentiates us from our competitors. There's no doubt about it. But maybe more importantly, it also differentiates us in, in terms of our ability to attract and retain world-class talent uh, because it is all about the people and, and how those people can support and serve those customers that are, are vital to our business. And to me, that's kind of what it's all about, I think, <clears throat> um, that, uh, you know, a lot of people sell services, a lot of people sell commodities, buy commodities and things like that. But what what do we, from River Valley perspective, bring to the table um, that helps secure that business and that partnership with our customers long-term? That's what we're after. So no, That's really good. If I could just add, I mean, from my previous experience, I only knew River Valley as a grain company. So now that I've been embedded for almost two years with River Valley, that whole farm on the ground year-round concept really, I think, speaks more to what we can provide and what we can offer to our communities and our customers. And I mean, I know when Andy and I were talking about me coming on here, uh, I know that was one of the things that really drew me to River Valley. Maybe you want to expand on it. Yeah, so we spent 10 or 15 minutes here talking about our story, but let's back up and define the story. Um, uh, we're assuming that all of our listeners you know, understand it, and I hope you do. Good if you point. do, you just melted my heart, right? Um, but the story is every acre, every day. 
And so let's get into that a little bit deeper, and then we'll then we'll talk about why and where it came from. Okay. So what this means is um, you knew us as a grain company, right? We have very key customers that know us as a feed company. We have other uh, customers that know us as an energy company, and then those that know us as an agronomy company. But here's what's unique: um, we have customers that know us in all four of those categories. A lot of them know us in three several and two, and some in one, right? So if we have the ability to walk alongside the decisions that a farmer makes from the time the corn and beans are planted through the time that they're fed, protected, now let's get into the paycheck. Now we can sit down and talk to a a grain specialist and talk about marketing plans, which is the farmer's paycheck, right? Then we can truck it. We can store it. Right. If you have animals, we can feed them. If you have, uh, if you need need on farm drying or home heat or barn heat, we can provide that. There are not many companies in ag that can combine all of that into walking alongside the farmer, the customer. Let's just say a customer in every step and every decision. We can. Right. So that's the story. Why is it unique? Our competitors can't. There are some organizations that are built and have the ability to do that fundamentally or from a functionality perspective, but you have to have the process and the execution, right? We have programs and we have, we have roles uh, in our company and our org chart that are designated to the full farm. True marketers don't just get lost in logos and fluffy stuff, right? Let's get to the facts of why we built this story. And the question is, what can we win at and how can we own it? You can go out into any category and say, boy, this looks like a big opportunity to service customers. We're going to go out and compete with the largest in the world. But can it really happen? I mean, Tim came from one of the largest organizations in the world uh, from an equipment perspective. You and I came from one of the largest privately held uh, companies in the world in ag uh, and definitely one of the largest when it comes to grain and feed. So big um, you know, comes with, with scale and scope. We are local. Right, we have scale, and we can buy competitively because of our allegiances and alliances. But we have to have scale to pass on to farmers with a local feel. Right, what we can own is that story. From a competitive angle, we can provide services that no competitor can provide. We have very large feed competitors. We have very large agronomy competitors. We have grain competitors that we obviously bid against every day. All of those competitors are very powerful and very good in what they do, and they have their own unique position and story. The power is in the collaboration. If I look at you as a farmer and said, not only can I give you the best agronomist in the business and provide you services that are relevant and cost-effective, but I can also give you a marketing plan that ensure you're profitable on that and every acre. Who can replicate that? I know if I was a farmer through succession, took over the reins, or maybe I've had the reins of a farm for a period of time, and I got to live through the cyclical activity since 2012 in grain and inputs, or even back further, how nice would it be to be ensured that at least part of your acres uh, could maybe be looked at as a crushed profit? huge then you, then you focus on the production right you focus yep. on what you yep. feel right. comfortable about and you're you, you know you're you're doing a lot of the right things right correct yeah yep. now tim thanks andy that was that was really great and i think that's what drew me here and i believe that's what's going to draw our customers closer to us and tim made the point that it's all about the people right in the end we got to have the best talent in class how does a story and a purpose like we have at River Valley impact our ability to to draw the experts, to draw the agronomy experts, the energy experts, the grain experts, the right people that our customers can depend on. How does that impact that? Well, I think think it's critical. I mean, um, 
for one thing, and we haven't talked much about it yet, but um, this environment in terms of, you know, there's a war on talent out there, right? Um, and uh, it's, you know, if, if you have, if you're in the ag business today, you can kind of write your own ticket of where you want to go, right? So so we have to be, I think, out front with, with a story um, that is, is, somewhat a little more sexy if you will to 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 those to those people we're trying to attract today so it's it's vital i think um it, it's you know we're talking our story is progressive um it's local it's all those type of things i think as we talk about this next generation not only in terms of farmer customers but also the employees that we're trying to attract um they're looking for different things today than our traditional employees of the past have been so the local community type thing is more important as, as we talk it you know primarily the majority of our employees are here because they want to be because they want to be back in these communities they want to come back closer to home just like most of us do right i think when you get to a certain part of your age but i think we're seeing that today with with a lot of this younger generation so that's that's important to them so we need to look at things differently than we have in the past. What attracts those individuals to us? Uh, you know, whether it's our, you know, what benefits are important. It's a little bit different. It's, it's just not pay, right? So over the last two or three years, we've looked at things like our our paid time off, our holiday pay, some unique things and, and things that, you know, it's it's a work-life balance with a lot of these employees, as our customers are So also. So it's, uh, it's not a, just about... Uh, it, it's a holistic view of, of our story and things. So I, and we talk about our local uh, local presence. I mean, we spend a lot of money and in investment in our local communities today. I mean, in excess of in excess of hundred hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year just in uh, our commitment back to our communities in terms of donations and things like that. We're headquartered in the heart of our trade area. Um, a lot of our competitors can't say that. Um, and I, I think that's important and certainly makes a difference to both employees and customers. So. You talk about going going to where our customer is or going to where the employees are, meeting them where they're at, right? We've said that a couple times. I think you just explained it right there. With our story, we are meeting them, meeting our the prospective talent, meeting our customers, the third generations of customers, things like that, where they're at, right? You know, this is our first podcast, so we don't want to sound like too much of a commercial. Um, but you need to understand River Valley's DNA and, like Tim stated, uh, what our core beliefs are. Uh, we're really transparent uh, with our vision, and we're being really transparent with you today and what our goals are. Devin's going to have you um, you know, on the mic with experts and you know, who knows what, right? Seed placement or micro-ingredients or who knows what it might be. You know, Tim and I aren't experts, um, but I just, you know, to kind of, kind of tee it up and go a little bit further – in regards to talent, you know, that's a passion of our companies. It's a passion of mine. And to be honest uh, with you, it should be an obligation. Um, we're owned by our customers. It should be an obligation uh, to our member owners to attract and retain the best people you could possibly find. Uh, or um, it may not be a good use of their money. Right. And Tim mentioned the, the phrase investing in talent and facilities and you know, that's exactly what we're doing. We're taking our members, uh, you know, ownership in this company and invested in people that can turn around and help them. Um, you know, we had a had a supplier in here last week to brag a little bit. Uh, he he uh, looked down at me and he said, listen, you've built the best sales team in the business. Um, now we we'll just make sure that we're executing on all cylinders. You talk about pride. We have people in our organization today uh, that I think we should be really proud that our story attracted them. Um, you just hired one. 
Tim mentioned earlier our brand, and uh, you're only as good as your people. I've seen brands damaged, tarnished, crumbled uh, because of a bad hire, because they've allowed behaviors to exist that wasn't what the customer wanted. They tolerated it and shouldn't have. I feel like our brand is increasing uh, because the people we're bringing on board to have a little fun with generational shift and uh, maybe have a little fun with farmers too. Uh, so millennials, everybody loves to talk about millennials and baby boomers and the differences. Um, you know, FYI, baby boomers created the millennials, so it's your fault anyway, right? Um, but it's fun to bring millennials into the workforce uh, and to work alongside Gen X's, Gen Y's, and baby boomers. Uh, why? Because their tolerance for complacency is near zero. At the same time, baby boomers' tolerance for poor work ethic and lack of care is near zero. So a really healthy combination is when those two coexist. It's been fun to see mentorship happen, but also the fact that millennials are fearlessly able to say, hey, uh, I think we can do it different. I think we can do it faster. And we're seeing that all over our trade area and at most of our locations. Don't stop me now, right? And that healthy tension is super productive for us as a company and for our customer base as well. Yeah, yeah I just wanted to add, I, I, I'm very proud of the talent we've been able to attract through River Valley. Um, you know, now we have to execute. Right, so we've told that story, but you know, I'm I'm also proud of the organization from, you know, what from the lowest levels to 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 whatever level we have in the organization. You know, I I'm proud to say I think our engagement, our, our employee engagement, because we talk about brand and, um, you know, everybody uh, everybody has some interface with our customer to a certain degree. I don't care whether it's a billing or our salespeople, so they impact that customer experience, right? So. I think we, we're moving things in the right direction. Our engagement surveys are saying, you know, we're top quartile in, in some areas. We've got some areas to improve, certainly. But um, I, I think we got a great structure here to drive success for the future. So I completely agree. So I appreciate the backstory to our actual brand the way and the direction it's headed toward today. Um, what's the end game? Curious from both of you, what are you most excited about, whether it's in the next year, three years, five years? What, what, what's most exciting to you as we go forward? Global domination. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's right. I, go ahead. Um, you know, I, that's interesting, Devin. I, I don't know if, if I necessarily, necessarily see an end game. Um, you know, our focus needs to be continually reinventing our business all the time, right? And and, and a culture that endures the test of time, right? So um, things change, right? Things change and evolve. So, um, you know, we need to stay committed to providing the best services and solution value through our through our core businesses and the whole farm approach. I mean, that's that's certain. Uh, I do believe, I do believe that expansion and growth is necessary. It's kind of table stakes um, to ensure our relevance with our customers, suppliers, and our employees. So, so that's something we're very focused on, uh, whether it's organic or inorganic. Um, it's something we talk about every day. Um, we have to, we have to grow. So that's that's certainly something that's uh, that's going to happen. Um, you know, what am I most excited about? You know, I, the sky's the limit. Um, the neat thing is, is we're just getting started in deploying some of these and several of these key initiatives, and we're already seeing tremendous wins. It's it's so much fun to see what's happening in the market and and what we're influencing in the market. But through our employee team and and our execution of a strategy, I, I believe we're setting new standards in the ag in, in the ag industry and ag retail particularly, and and that's pretty exciting. 
pretty neat stuff. So it really is exciting. You're right. That's a great point, Andy. Anything, uh, anything you want to add there, bud? Yeah, you bet. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with Tim. I don't. I don't think there's an end game. Um, at the same time, um, you know, it, and, and this is usually true in most most part of uh, any hustler. I use the word hustler. You know, anyone that hustles lives. If they're not talking about you, you're not hustling hard enough. And I think that's what we've created is this aroma, this chatter, um, because we get a number of texts and phone calls or conversations that I have where we hear, uh, you know, I heard what River Valley's doing. Well, at least we're doing and at least we're hustling, right? When someone's talking about you and there's chatter, always look over your shoulder and pay attention to who because they're studying you. I think that's something we've got to continue. Uh, we have to hustle. We can't get complacent and rock back on our heels. The farmer's not. The customer's not. And I don't care if it's a pork producer or a row crop farmer. They're on their toes, and they're expecting us to be as well. Um, so I hope we continue to hear chatter, right? Um, and if you got a good story on River Valley, I'd love to hear it. We can keep a, keep a log over the things that are true and not true over what's made up about the things we're doing in certain areas. But we're going to continue to be different, too. Um, and when you think about uh, what I'm the most excited about, um, you know, I'm the most excited about making sure that uh, the talent that we continue to bring into our business uh, are fed with relevancy. And relevancy is a word I want to I want to dwell on just a little bit, because I think that talent can deploy a way to do business that the farmer hasn't experienced yet. We're going to create an experience, a customer experience that they haven't had the chance to participate in. And you know what it's going to do? It's going to put time back in their life. One thing that this, this generational uh, shift is teaching us um, is that as this farms continue to grow and as technology continues to, to be deployed and, and necessary, decisions become harder, right? Uh, expectations in communities are higher. Um, time is, is being hijacked everywhere. And through technology and talent, we're going to give these, these farmers uh, that are in our footprint more time back in their life by simplifying decisions. That's what I'm excited about. Uh, but at the same time, hey, there is no end game. Um, you know, and the fact that uh, the fact that we're willing to change and admitting that, you know, our roots are, are as strong as any any roots out there. You know, Tim references, uh, you know, the past hundred years and how successful we've been. At the same time, you know, he'll also mention that the next hundred years will be just as successful if we if we embrace this journey. Right. And, and that's exciting. It's fun to be a part of. No, yeah, spot on. Lots of excitement, I think, uh, within River Valley and within our customer base and the communities we serve today. Um, I hope those of you that are listening um, heard some pretty impactful stuff today. Uh, I think uh, going forward, as you continue to hear these podcasts, like Andy said, we will have people on to show you how we are executing on this story. Uh, experts within our company that are um, differentiating us in the country and adding so much value to the customer that it's, that it's getting to the point where it's hard for them to look elsewhere. And, you know, that's our goal, right? We want to offer that whole farm package, that whole farm idea to impact them uh, and their livelihoods uh, going forward. So I really appreciate you guys being on here. Tim, Andy, thanks for joining Thank us today. Um, and uh, be sure, folks, to jump on social media. We're all over social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, jump onto our website. Hey, www. don't forget Snapchat. Don't forget Snapchat as well. That's right. We have Snapchat as well. Uh, lots of great opportunities uh, to communicate with River Valley and to learn more about us. And like Andy said, please don't hesitate to share something you've heard uh, or something you've been a part of relevant to uh, River Valley Cooperative. So be sure to tune in next month uh, for more information focused on the whole acre idea. Until then, be safe, and uh, we'll talk at you later. 
River Valley Cooperative is growing a healthy future for agriculture. Our main goal is to increase efficiency and productivity of our members' agribusiness operations. The stronger we are as a cooperative, the stronger we are as a community. To learn more, please log on to our website at www.rivervalleycoop.com. We invite you to be part of our success.